this episode of Tailgate Talks is brought to you by Blanca. Tune in live to interact with the hosts on Wednesday nights, 6.30 central at www.twitch.tv backslash Blanca OG. Hope you enjoy the show. Welcome, guys. Week 45 of Tailgate Talks. This is the tailgate where we discuss what's going on in the sporting world outside of Texas Tech for those of us, for those of you that are listening to us due to your Texas Tech fandom hood. Uh, but we do like to discuss the rest of the sporting world as well. So here we have the tailgate. Uh, make sure if you're not already subscribed to the podcast on iTunes and Spotify. If it is on iTunes, make sure you drop us the five star rating. Make sure you drop a review below in the comments. And, uh, Definitely helps us out a ton there. If you're not already, make sure you follow us on Twitter at tailgate underscore talks. We're also on Instagram and Facebook as well as YouTube. And on YouTube, make sure you do subscribe to the channel as well as hit the bell notification to be notified each time we post a new video, which is roughly about one to two times a week. We have little shorts that we put up for everybody. As far as our personal accounts, Dustin, you can find him at DustinWimmer22. Brooks, you can find him at Calvin B. Barrett. And me, you can find me at Blanca, where the L is a one. Lastly, if you have any sort of thoughts, questions, or anything you want us to hear us discuss on the show, email us at tailgatetalkspod at gmail.com. All right. So uh, after this, uh, we, we do for you guys today have, have the interview that we had with R.C. Maxfield. We're going to jump into that right here. We, uh, we have the NFL discussion where we're going to be talking a little, bit of, uh, a little bit of football, preseason breakdown, a little bit of thing like that. But we have the interview right here. I'm going to go ahead and put that in for you guys. And then we'll kick over to the rest of our takes here in a second. Are you ready for the football? All right. So uh, here we are. We are with the tailgate. We are talking some NFL. We still have RC Maxfield here with us. Dustin, go ahead and take the helm on the NFL discussion. All right. So we're in our week two coverage of going through different divisions. Before we jump over to the AFC South and get RC's take on his very important Tennessee Titans. We're going to get who he's covering this year. He's covering some Miami Dolphins. Um, so, RC, I know we got a couple of Red Raiders over there. You got Tua from Alabama there. What's what situation with Miami? Yeah, I mean, it's it's Tua time, right? I mean, that's who he's been hyped to be it for better a while. Be. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think for Miami, they're in a, an interesting spot, right? Like, I've never at least experienced or – Maybe I didn't realize I experienced a second-year quarterback in a year that kind of feels make or break just because of where the roster is. Um, but, man, I'm buying into all the Tua hype. I absolutely love him. I loved him at Alabama when he came in through that TD pass to yes. Devontae Smith in the national yep. championship game, replacing Jalen Hurts. Um, but I think overall what Miami is based on, and rightfully so, you take the identity of your head coach, right? Like Brian Flores is a defensive guy. They have one of the best defenses in the NFL, simple and plain. Um, Xavier Howard wanted out. Now he's back since he got some more money. Um, yeah, that'll so solve problems. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it, you have the best DB duo in the NFL. I mean, yep. Byron Jones and Xavier Howard, 
Jalen yep. Ramsey can suck it. Like, I don't care who you're putting opposite side of him. Those are the two best guys in terms of a duo. All right. Right. So I think that that's really what it's all about is like, they have a lot of star power, but I also think they have a lot of guys just due to the, I don't know if any of y'all are Texans fans. Um, they robbed the Texans. We all know how that works. I, sorry. Um, I know. You know <laughs> it's okay. Works. It was a very um, reluctant hand raiser. Yeah. That's, that's, that's going to be a long year for you. Both, uh, maybe, hopefully not on the tech front, but definitely on the Texans front. Uh, um, but I mean, you think about it, they got so many picks for Laramie Tunsil. Now they're all coming to fruition. Um, you got that Alabama connection with Jalen Waddle and Tua. I, I think for me, the biggest thing for Miami is you're now playing 17 games this year. You showed what you were made of last year, right? To a degree with Tua coming in and the offense really wasn't what you expected it to be. But now with Tua taking that next step and you have offensive weapons now and Will Fuller, Texans connection again, um, you have Devontae Parker. You got Preston Williams, Albert Wilson's back, and I haven't even mentioned Jalen Waddle or Mike Gusecki yet, right? So this offense is good. The problem is, are they going to be able to protect Tua, who's proven to be at least a freak injury um, away from not playing for a while? So the offensive line is the biggest question, but I think if you're a Dolphins fan or just anybody like watching the NFL in general, I think the Miami Dolphins are one of those teams where you look at them and I don't think you should be shocked if they're a team that just so happens to be in the AFC championship game. Like, I, I don't think they'll get there, but don't be shocked by it. Right. Like I think the ball could bounce their way a couple of times and they're there. I think realistically, they're probably a, you know, second weekend of the playoffs team. Um, I don't think they'll win the division, but I think they you yeah. know win a wild card game and they'll have to go play somebody that won a division, maybe Kansas city and Patrick Mahomes, as we all know, is better than two and better than anybody on the planet. So they probably lose. Yep. Um, so that's probably the kind of, um, way that I think about it but if that matchup isn't against Patrick Mahomes and let's say it's against Baltimore or Cleveland I think they could beat them um, they have a shot. That kind they, of, they, they've gotten better they definitely have a shot at that game. yeah and so I think Miami is one of those teams where I don't think people should be surprised if they are one of those final four remaining teams in the NFL um, I don't think it is likely but I also think that they have the talent and the star power to yeah. do it but that's all predicated on does Tua take that leap which I think he will to take the leap and injuries always with the NFL is always the biggest yeah. thing. Uh, uh, not for long, man. I, it's the I, not for long league. I, yeah. I, I've always said that about Will Fuller. He, he is the one of the fastest straight, straight running receivers that you'll ever have, yep. but he can't stay on the field. But yeah, well, I mean, he could last year, but that's probably because of drugs. <laughs> yeah, because uh, he had some enhancers. But yeah, he's always that frustrating fantasy guy because when he's healthy, he's going to put up great numbers but he's very rarely healthy <laughs> yeah we had typically we wait a little longer but my college league for fantasy football i used to pride myself on never taking will fuller and then what does my dumbass do this year you did it i took will fuller <sighs> and i as soon as i made the pick you, you, i i wanted to jump off a building you you, you right. let you, you let your homer status with the dolphins just take over that one for you i do have jalen waddle as well so it's like <laughs> hey hopefully one of them hits bro hopefully yeah. one of them hits um that was kind of my philosophy um at least i got the two biggest like hey if they hit they're gonna hit yeah, you're, you know yeah. like they're gonna be stars type deal um Absolutely. but we'll see what happens <laughs> You bet on red and black at the roulette table. <laughs> hey, yeah. see, I wanted to get a quick tech football question linked into yeah. this also. We mentioned they added Jalen Waddell and Will Fuller. What sure. does that mean for Jakeem Grant on the field? Yeah, I, 
I think it's interesting um, in the sense that if you would have asked me a couple weeks ago when camp started, I would have probably said he got cut or traded. Um, and that's after him being a second team all pro as a punt returner last year. So, I mean, yeah. obviously he's great at what he does, but outside of the return game, he's, he's kind of one dimensional. I mean, yeah. not trying to be hard on him, but that's just kind of what it is. He has drop problems. Um, not the biggest guy, as we all know, yeah. fast as hell, but um, he just, he struggles sometimes catching the ball, but now that you have well Fuller hurt, you have Preston Williams hurt, you have Alan Hearns on the IR, you have Devontae Parker just now coming back from the pup list. Like, I think he makes the roster, and I think he's the main punt return guy, mostly because I don't think Miami right now wants to put a guy in Jalen Waddle that just came off ankle surgery back there to return kicks and even risk him even more. And you know what you have in Jakeem Grant. So I think Jakeem Grant probably makes the roster as like the sixth wide receiver um, okay. and then primary punt return and kick return guy. Okay. Any more hard-hitting Dolphins questions, anybody? This is again, we just don't know much about Miami. We, we know obviously the, the, the big hitters there, but like, so, so, so realistically, like what would you put their record at this year? Like if you had to kind of look at it real quick and you had to kind of yeah, go I, through because they, they are the second best in that division behind the yeah. bills and you sure. know, the, they're, they're going to get those four wins out of the season, but, uh, yeah, what what I, do you what do you put them at? What do you what do you think they're the? Do, do between you think nine and twelve. Okay, I think that's probably where they end up. I don't want to give an exact number or anything, yeah. but I also think that nine and twelve is predicated on Tua actually playing seventeen yeah. games. If Tua doesn't, let's say Tua, you know, misses half the season, they probably win five games. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jacoby Brissett's a solid backup, but he's not any. He's not Ryan Fitzpatrick as your shirt. Wearing right now, Brooks would. Uh, Nobody's so like it's magic. Or, or Marty Smith. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what's on the show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's one of those two guys. But I, I think that that's probably where they are, nine to 12. And if you force me to pick like win total, I'd say they go 11 and six and Buffalo goes like 13 and four. I could see that. Yeah. All right. So let's move over to our AFC South coverage. You're a big time Titans fan. Let's roll. Tanny go. Before we get into the Tanny go. Who's doing what? on the Titans. I want you to tell us how you became a Titans fan in that whole backstory. Yeah, this is going to be sacrilege. Y'all are going to probably try and cut this interview short. One of our biggest uh, listeners is a Titans fan, so you're going to hit a okay. kick with him. And, and, well, and well, I, I'm from Houston, so I mean... I, I, yeah, I have a weird story behind it. So when I was younger, I was a fan of that gaudy orange down in Austin. I can admit I went to the good side, but nobody in my... I had okay. people that went to UT. I had people well, that went to UT, my chances. family. Um, obviously, I made the correct decision. Um, yes. But when I started getting into football, Vince Young was my favorite yeah. player. Um, and at that time, I lived in Arkansas, up by the University of Arkansas. So you didn't have, you know, the Dallas team, right? So it was kind of, we always referred to it in grade school as like the Bermuda Triangle. So you got to kind of pick which team you were a fan of. If you were the Dallas fan, if you were the chief fan, if, you know, if I could have seen the future, I obviously would have picked the chiefs um, with Pat, but I went with the Titans due to Vince Young um, have endured the Jake Locker years and just the (laughs) overall the Jake Locker years, (laughs) the overall suck of that franchise. Um, but Hey, now it's cool. So, um, yeah, that's kind of how I became a Titans fan was when Vince Young got drafted their third overall. And what was that? Oh, six. Uh, I think um, so. 
and just ran with it after that. I mean, even if you're a tech fan, you got to admit that run by Vince Young in the oh, Rose Bowl. Yeah. Iconic. It's an, it's an iconic image. Right iconic imagery the, yeah. the, with the with the confetti and holding his hands up, beating, beating uh, what was his uh, running back for UC? Reggie Bush. Yeah, Reggie yeah. Bush. That liner. And, yeah, that like... It was it was it was a it was an iconic game, a hundred percent. Yeah, it feels disgusting to even talk that, about. No, that. I know, right? That whole backstory makes a lot of sense, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah it it and I get it. It's kind of like uh, Bobby Petrino trying to drive that motorcycle down the winding road in Arkansas <laughs> that he wrecked with his mistress. But like, it gets there. Like, yeah. we get to the destination. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah. I mean, that's kind of how it all ended up. And yeah. I, I I didn't back down from it when they had golly, Jake Walker. I'm going to go home and cry um, <laughs> thinking about that. But, you know, it's better now. You got King Henry, A.J. Brown, Julio Jones. Julio. Solid Lubbock's roster. Fu- it is yeah, a very Lubbock, good roster. Lubbock's own. Oh, get, in, get into it. Get into it. Yeah. Lubbock's own technically. Um, obviously, he went down because his parents moved down south too. But uh, was born in Lubbock with Ryan Tannehill. So, I mean yeah. – Overall, I mean, if you if Cam you Batson, ask, Cam Batson as well, yeah. Um, which I don't know if he'll make the roster, um, yeah. but he had a good week one in preseason. Had that back shoulder fade catch, so gotta yeah. love that against Atlanta. Um, but yeah, I, I think if you ask me, like, who's my favorite player on the Titans, um, I'd be an idiot not to say Derrick Henry. I mean, come on, oh yeah, 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 yeah. come on, come on, dude, it's yeah, awesome. It, you, you literally have Bigfoot as a running back, and he runs a four yeah. three. Like, how are you not going to love that guy? I mean, it's oh, just yeah. it's unbelievable, bro. Unbelievable. He's awesome. It's a, it, he's yeah, it's, he's very frustrating. I I can tell you that. Seeing him, just literally, he he's every defense can can d him up for the first half, but it's that second half. As soon as they just miss one yeah. step and they start getting a little tired. He's still keeping the same pace from 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 first quarter to fourth. Yeah, no, two fifty uh, four four. Awful. I mean, yeah. there's I mean, only great, so many times awful. you could. Well, if you're a Texans fan. I get it. I oh, get yeah. it. Um, he rushes for like <laughs> two bills and fifty change on there as well against y'all every time. It seems like. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but no, yeah, that's definitely my favorite player by far. But who would have thought that Ryan freaking Tannehill? Right. Who, who saw that coming? No who way. saw that coming? Another not me. former Miami Dolphin. <laughs> not me. Yeah. But this not me. all connects. It, it all yeah. connects for me back to Miami some way or another. Um, getting but, out of the gaze wake, you know, just yeah, once you right. clear his path, you're aligned yeah, with success. Yeah. He's such a butthole. He's such a butthole. <laughs> like, like Adam Gase, like I, Adam Gase is the equivalent of Chase Daniels in coaching terms. Like, <laughs> He made so much money off of one good season, and Chase Daniels did it, but as a backup. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. I don't know where you're going to get connected. Chase, so, like, right, Chase Daniels, that. almost we'll like Matt Flynn in a way, oh, yeah. got one contract that just, like, off of really one game. Remember Matt Flynn went up to Seattle, oh, got yeah. that, like, three-year, $38 million yeah. contract. And then Russell, and then Russell Wilson. Wilson. Yeah. Um, that's how I feel about Adam Gase. He just so happened to luck into being the OC for Peyton Manning in Denver when he threw yeah. 55 tutties. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, by the way, I'm a good head coach, and everybody bought it for the next decade. Yeah, and then they realized, yeah. holy crap, this guy's terrible. Holy crap, it was Peyton Manning. Like, we should have known. should looks known. like he does heavy drugs often yeah. like yeah. often yeah. His, like his, eyes, face, yeah. his face is probably what you see when you enter not the happy place <laughs> i'm just saying 
I'm just <laughs> it's that weird image in the mirror. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what what are you what are you expecting out of them this season? I mean, uh, what 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 any kind of surprises? Is anybody going to win any awards? Are you expecting them to run away with the division? Uh, what 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 do you expect out of the Titans in this upcoming football season? I think Derrick Henry rushes for two K again. Okay. Solid. Um, I don't know if that's bold or not. I mean, there's no. an additional game, so. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think they easily handle the AFC South, especially with Carson Wentz. Not. Yeah. Who knows what the hell he is? Yeah. Um, Trevor Lawrence, sunshine, looks great, bro. But you got to do something in the NFL, and I'm just not going to bring up the Texans out of respect for you. Thanks, buddy. You're the best. You're, no, you're please, welcome. please do. We love the we love the show. Well, in Arlie's defense, he's a brand new. Jackson hold on, hold on, hold on. I just made <laughs> sparkling I made, kitties, huh? I made yeah, <laughs> yes. a little. I I I, I made so, my dumbass uh, call out a long time ago. I was like, it's 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 like probably realistically about like three years too soon. But I was like, eventually you're gonna see with Trevor Lawrence. I think the no, ja- I think, I think the Jags. Is. All right. He said with with okay, Trevor okay, Lawrence okay. I, I, and Urban Meyer that the Jaguars would win the division this year. They would go from one and fifteen to Excellent winning the division. Right. I'll, I'll see you guys later. All right. If, if you, I'll I'll say this. Oh if no! They, is he coming to his defense? <laughs> if they win more than six games, I will come back on the podcast if y'all let me. <laughs> okay. And I will shotgun. Okay. Done deal. As many wins as they have consecutively. Done deal. Holy shit! More than six. Done deal. Six games. Now, if they don't. Ooh. Okay, I, I, I'll take this bet with you. I'm right. I'm right to die with it. If Let's they go. don't, you have to do as many shots that they miss that total by. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what our. So, bet for example, is. like if they don't get to six, but they get three, right? You have to do three shots for Done each deal. segment you do yes. on the show yep. for Club oh. Red and Tailgate. So you have to do six total. I'll take Ooh. that bet. I'll take that bet. That's right. Like That's right. I'm back. So, all right, well, 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 we're, the, the, he, worked, he worked his way back onto the show again. We're doing this well, I mean, you're gonna, just for this I, I matchup. Mean, I don't know if I did. I don't know if I did. <laughs> no. um, be, you'll have to come I'm down for it. I, I, this is a one-year thing, and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to send it on this. I, I, I think that there's a lot of potential there, but I was like, let's just say the dumbass comment where they, where they, they have a shot at this because at the time – uh, Colts didn't it was have right a... after Urban Meyer got hired. Yeah, oh and, and it was right after the Urban Meyer, Meyer hire, and I knew that they were gonna have a number one, and the, and this is no no offense to Tennessee at all because they they do they've been performing solid over the last like five years, but they have ended up becoming kind of a little one dimensional in my opinion, and so I was like, if if sure. if it can be figured out, they're gonna beat the Texans. Colts don't know what they're doing yet, and Titans are are are. Uh, it, I guess figure outable if you can stop, if, if you can stop Derrick Henry, which is not an easy task for anybody. But like, yeah. I know it's a dumb take, but that that was my mindset or my hey. thought process. I was like, maybe, but fuck it, I, I, you know, I, I'll do it for hey, the I'm click. I'm all in on this bet, though. I'm yeah. all in on this. Yeah. Bet. Let's go. I can. All right. I'm probably gonna have to if that does happen. I'll definitely have to do the podcast from the porch because there's carpet in here. But yeah, um, I'm not trying to piss yeah. off the girlfriend on the Dallas. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't want to piss, piss off the misses there. I already do that right. enough as it is. So let's get back matter. to the Titans. Let's wrap sorry, this sorry, up. Sorry. Get out of here. <laughs> Hold on. All right. So RC, give us a prediction. You guys went 11 wins last year, won the division, and then got upset in that first round against Baltimore. 
What's mm-hmm. your prediction for the Titans in 2021? Uh, they win the AFC South, um, I think, by like three games. I don't think anybody's close. Wow. Um, like Just because I don't know what Indy's doing with their quarterback. If you told me Carson right. Wentz was healthy the whole year, I'd say they probably win it by a game. Right. Um, but they don't. So um, Jacksonville, a.k.a. the Sparkling Kitties, we just had that conversation. Um, and then, again, out of respect for you as a – no, I don't. Regional I, I, Houstonian. It's awful. It's awful. Um, they're abysmal, and if they don't get the number one overall pick, shout out to Detroit because they did. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think the Titans probably win eleven or twelve games, um, host the playoff game, and I think they're kind of in that. Um, maybe they play Miami in the second round. All maybe right. that's what happens. Um, so they're bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that would be a conflict of interest all week long right. on the channel, that's for sure. Um, but, no, I think they probably win, like, 11, 12 games. Um, Derrick Henry rushes for, I want to say, 2,000, just just north of it. Um, and then I Draft think, him in your fantasy leagues, folks. Yeah, and then I think that um, Tennessee solidifies themselves as having the best wide receiver duo in the NFL. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. With Julio like and A.J. It. Brown. So, um I don't know. I feel like that's kind of homery, but not also like no. crazy homery just because no. of how no, bad no, the it, bottom of that division is. Like, I, I think that's four wins. It's realistic and a great head coach, good, good quarterback, great running. Like you have a great roster, a great yep. organization. Like, it's not like, it's not like we're talking about Detroit and it's not like we're talking about, you know, the, the, the last 30 years of the Browns. Like this is a good, this is a good team, t- Tennessee Titans team. Man, um, if you would have told me that, like, eight years ago, I would have cried in happiness <laughs> that we would have gotten to this point, like eight years ago. I, yeah, I would have done what Mike Vrabel would have said he would have done to win a Super Bowl. Uh, for, I, yeah, don't, yeah. I don't know if y'all remember that quote or not, but Cut off his penis. Yeah. I mean, yes. Who could forget? Yeah. So I would have probably considered doing things like that to get where we are today. Just like some weird uh, voodoo ritual just for the Titans. I, wow. What a yeah. Fan. Um, but I mean, we're not going to win the Super Bowl or anything. There's a guy in Kansas City stopping us. So, but hey, it is what it is. At least we got there one time in terms of the AFC Championship game, and yeah. then we handed it to him because we just, you know, let Pat do whatever the hell he wanted in the second half. That's most teams. It's okay. That's not just not just Tennessee. That's I, I didn't cry yeah. about it or anything, but I did shed a tear. Oh, let's let's say just I, one I, singular iota of just, a tear. Just admit just it. One. You We've cried. It's fine. No, just one tear, shed. and then I realized. <laughs> Pat's going to win a Super Bowl. That's pretty dope. Lubbock, Texas just won a Super Bowl. Yeah, there you go. Well, awesome, man. Well, we're excited to have you on the show tonight, get your tech opinions, your Titan opinions, and learn a little bit more about the Dolphins than uh, we originally knew. (laughs) (laughs) So, hey, man, it was a great time. We will be letting you know when this episode drops. It'll be out there on Friday, and we'll we'll make sure you got all the details so you can – you know, retweet it for people who want to go check you out on the show. But, hey, man, once again, just thanks for taking the time to join us. We really appreciate it. I know you have a busy schedule with your new job and all of that stuff. So it means a lot to us, man. No, I absolutely appreciate you all uh, having me on and getting to talk crap for an yeah, hour. It's always, good fun to talk, always fun to talk crap, even we'll, if we'll it's see uh, you back Texas tech-related. We'll see you back on when Arlie's got to take some shots for that. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. All right. We know. All right. Hey, 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 hey. All right. Let me, let me, let me dream. All right. I'm a Texans fan and that, that we're, we're the only team probably in the NFL that's worse than the Jags. Just let me dream for like 
One minute. Uh, no. no, say thank God for Detroit, bro. Detroit's there. Uh, yeah. there you, go. you got you gotta always remember that. But I appreciate you guys having me on. It was a lot of Absolutely fun. Good. Yeah, man. It was a ton good of fun. Um for everybody still listening, stick around uh, on the live uh feed here. We're gonna be jumping into the rest of the tailgate portion again. Awesome having you on here. Amazing interview. Great time just kicking it with you. You're you're you're, you're a phenomenal dude to just just even just hang out with. Can't wait to, to to go and uh, eventually sling some beers with you pretty soon here. There we go, guys. Y'all ever in Dallas? Hit me up. Absolutely. Yeah, for we'll sure, man. For sure. There we go. Appreciate it, fellas. <laughs> Take All care. Right, later, man. All right, so we got RC's reaction to the Titans easily taking the South in his opinion. Let's get in on our opinions. Tennessee Titans won the AFC South last year on the back of Derrick Henry once again. And then this year they go out and they add big-time receiver Julio Jones to go with A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill. Um, Guys, do y'all think they're going to repeat? Brooks, you have them repeating at the South? Yeah, I – I believe that they will win this division. I think they'll win it pretty easily. I, with RC, I don't really know what's going on with the Colts. Um, a foot injury is not ideal, and we don't know how Carson Wentz is going to recover from that, how he's going to be this season. The last footage we have of him isn't very good when he, when he was with the Eagles. So I just don't really see another team stepping up in that division other than the Titans. Now, of course, they lost their offensive coordinator. Uh, to the yeah. Falcons, so maybe that makes a difference. But I think they have such a dynamic running back, and then Tannehill's so good at the play action, and now that you have two amazing receivers to throw it to, I think they're going to be all right. Now, can the defense step up and be better than it was last year? That remains to be seen. But weak division, I th- I think this is theirs to lose this year. Yeah, Marley, what else on them? I'm I'm definitely much in the actual same boat here. Uh, there there is too much uncertainty up in up in uh, uh, up with the Colts, and uh, as much as I want the Jags to win, they're they're <laughs> they're gonna get four wins out of that, out of that pretty easily, and most likely sp- split the series with the Colts. I, yeah. I I think the Titans run away with this division. I, I'm looking at them getting uh, kind of a repeat performance of hitting upwards of of, of ten, eleven, maybe twelve wins this year. Yeah, I agree. I mean, defense still isn't great, but now they've improved their offense even without their offensive coordinator. And like Brooks and you said, weak division just kind of – I think they easily walk into the playoffs with this one. So let's talk about their kind of competition, the Indianapolis Colts. They added Carson Wentz because they had some quarterback questions last year. Great defense, needed a quarterback to go out and get Wentz. And then Wentz gets hurt, and then their right guard gets hurt, and then their middle linebacker gets hurt. All the foot injuries going on there. Um, yep. I just don't know without Wentz and Eric Fisher, obviously, that they got from the Chiefs. I just – they're going to be second in the division being weak, but besides that, like y'all said just a second ago, I don't know. It, it, it'll depend a ton on their health. So if, if they can yeah. find a way to get healthy, but like, but like, uh, as you said, like, like if they can get healthy, then they're going to be the best team in this division. But that's a big, if Carson Wentz has never been proven to stay healthy, but like last season, I mean, the, these Colts were looking really solid. 
I'm not. I, I wouldn't be surprised with a little bit of talent in Carson Wentz because he is a good talent. He went to a, 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 an okay team and did well. And when he was playing, he did he did well. But with this Colts roster, you 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 have to end up running running away with this division with the Titans because of the uncertainty that you don't think he's going to make it 17. Yeah, I I just don't believe in him putting together a full 17. We haven't seen it. Even the year they won the Super Bowl when he was great and having an MVP season, he was hurt and didn't, you know, Mm -hmm. quarterback them all the way to the Super Bowl. So can he actually do it? I don't think so. Mm -hmm. And it remains to be seen. I do think they have a good enough running game. If Quentin Nelson gets back to healthy, they have a good line. And they're not going to ask so much of Carson Wentz that it's going to be difficult for him or whatever backup. Um, Taylor is a really good running back. They have a solid defense. Yeah, yeah. So they have everything there to be a good team. It's just, I just can't see yeah. Carson Wentz actually making it through the season. It's the health thing. Yeah. It's, it's Watch the for them thing. like second half of the season to get healthy, get good, and make a push. Yeah. Maybe not for the division, but maybe one of those last wild card spots at the least. But that's, they're going to be too far behind after the first half of the season, getting everybody back healthy. In a rough AFC, too, it's not going to be an easy wild card spot for them to get either. Right. Correct. All right. So to bring up the other end of this blessed division is Arlay's two teams. Yeah. Um, are they, which one do you want to talk first? Oh, no. Let, let's go with what What did he call them? What do you call them? Sparkle kitties? Spark, what, what? Sparkling kitties. Sparkling kitties. Sparkling let, kitties. Let's kick right, it off let's with. Go over with... To the, everybody's lovely Jags. They're the darlings of, um, I guess, ESPN, higher in Urban Meyer, number one draft pick in Trevor Lawrence. But they just cut Tim Tebow. I don't know how the locker room's going to recover. That, that locker room needed, needed Jesus, I mean, and it's it's now out the building. Are, are, they, what, are you okay with the Tebow cut? Are you no. still going to win like five games without him? Uh, what do you got, man? I just don't know. If you look, I mean, what what uh, look at the odds here. Vegas doesn't screw up that much. They have him at six and a half for the betting line. Oof. Right? Vegas doesn't screw up often on that. You have Here's two what I'll say. Backs. And James so Robinson, say, Travis Etienne, yeah, decent quarterback, and that's about it. Yeah, pieces. They have some veteran pieces on yeah. on the defensive side of the ball. Not great. Now they were, got torched a lot last year, but uh, I, this is just a, such a tough team to evaluate because yeah. we don't know what Trevor Lawrence is going to look like. True. Um, we, we don't really know what. Urban Meyer is going to look like as a head coach right. in the NFL. There's a lot of unknowns here, but they do have a potential like in the future. I think they have yeah. all the they have all the pieces together to be like where you're looking out two, three years from now. You're like, hey, we can maybe make a run yeah. at the playoffs again. But I just it's too early. We don't know what Trevor Lawrence is going to be like. There's only been two quarterbacks who have been drafted number one overall to take their teams to the playoffs in their first season. John Elway. Andrew Luck, I don't see Trevor Lawrence being in 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 that. Not that far. Not that far. But in this division, I I still don't have ultimate security and faith in anybody. I think the Titans are the most reliable team because you know that they're going what what they're going to do. You know how they're going to do it, but you know that they're going to succeed in doing it. But the Colts are unreliable, the Texans are unreliable, and the Titans, uh, we've said this before, are 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 slightly one dimensional. 
And so it's like, I don't think the Jags run away with this. Realistically, I'm having fun with the bet. Fine. It's a, it's a funny time. But the Jags... Hmm. See, I think that's part of why they have them at six and a half for the betting line. It's because I think it's because this division's going to be trashed. Yeah. I think it's the division. I, if, but it, yeah, but it, it's, it's it's an unpredictable division, and that's the problem with it. Completely unpredictable. Well, so like, save your prediction for another minute. Okay. Let's okay. get to your hometown team. Yes. Houston Texans. They obviously have some quarterback issues. Some. It's probably looking like Deshaun Watson stopped Sean showing Watson up entirely. Play and Tarod Taylor will be your starting quarterback. Yeah. And. This is something I didn't know. You have four really good running backs, at least. Oh yeah, we we keep like eighty of them. Well, that's cool. Yeah, we keep like eighty of those things on. <laughs> uh, like we 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 hand them out like Pez at, at a at a candy festival. Didn't know they obviously traded for David Johnson last year. Yeah. And this year Dumb. they got Mark Ingram, Philip Lindsay, and Rex Burkhead. So four-headed monster backfield. Like like, like I'm pretty sure they're just gonna. Like they're Mark just gonna... Ingram washed. Yep. I mean, Philip Lindsay's your best running always back. Always hurt. Yeah. You, what are you gonna do with four running backs that are all decent? Nothing. A back, uh, all-time backup quarterback. And no, they're, they're they're gonna run no wide receivers and just run four four running backs the whole time. You don't know who's <laughs> yeah. got the ball. <laughs> you got your top two wide receivers from the last two years. I, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know yeah. what the f- they're thinking down there. I mean. I get it that they're they're in a lot of uncertainty with with Deshaun Watson right now, and I don't think he plays for Houston this year. I don't. No. I think there's too yeah. much controversy around yeah. him, and he's just sitting on the side. Can't do it the rest of the season. And I think that we're, we're we're talking about the Houston Texans here. They're gonna end up trading him away, which is one of the dumbest things you can possibly do because he is a top five talent. But like they're gonna they're gonna end up trading him away, and they're gonna try and get some stock, and they're gonna try and work on their rebuilding yeah. and but uh this this season's a complete wash for us honestly also the first year without jj watt in over 10 years and yeah they, they lost a lot of emotional leadership in that uh he wasn't the biggest producer but he was definitely a big emotional uh, uh driving force of that team having any chance at any game the only notes I wrote on the Texans were take the under. <laughs> I was going to say that. We haven't. We were waiting on the betting right. part. We're waiting on the betting part. But that ahead. was. We have the Texans at four wins. Are we taking the over, the under? The under. Under. <laughs> under. We're, we're talking, we're talking like one wrote, or two wins this year, honestly. One or two wins. Wrote, if, if the win total was at one, go. take the under. <laughs> I'll still take the under there as well. Oh, right, cl- right, clean sweep on that. On the Jags. We got Jags at six and a half. You know, I'll 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 go I'll go seven. I think they get the seven. Ooh. Oh yeah, just 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 for this little Ooh, this little see. this little rivalry that I got going with with, with RC now. All right, you want to talk shit? You have to take the over. I'm taking the over on this one. We're going seven wins. All right, just one half okay. game over, but I think we go over one seven wins this year. Brooks, how you feel about six and a half? Um. It all depends on the Colts, and this is why this one's very hard because if the Colts are bad, I could see them maybe getting over six and a half if that's mm-hmm. like four easy wins against the Texans and the Colts. Mm-hmm. And there are a team that I could see like maybe winning one or yeah. two to three like other games, but I'm still going to go under. I think they okay. just have too much. They have too much that they got to fix to 
to win seven games right off the bat after winning one last year. So I'm going to go I under. I totally agree with that. I totally agree. Under for the Jags. The Colts that we've talked about, the injured hobbling Colts, nine wins is their projection. I'm going to guess we're all going under. I am going under, yes. On the Colts? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Carson Wentz won't make it the whole season. They're, 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 not, they're not winning more than eight. Yeah. And so then we got a bunch of unders here. I'm guessing the Titans are over. We got yeah. Titans at nine. I feel like that is way under for what they should be. Yeah, That's they easy. they should be they should be an eleven. They should be a ten or eleven, twelve possibly. Every, every sports book I looked at was nine or nine and a half. That's weird to me. I, I don't understand that. Like I think that was because of the Colts being a top five defense with a number one offensive line and then adding yeah. A potential top quarterback if he's there, but now he's not there. So the question marks are huge. So, Big time. yeah, I think Titans over is one of my most comfortable bets. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't even need to ask now, but obviously we have the Titans all winning the AFC South. Yep. Yes. But do we have anybody no. slipping into the? I don't think so. Not, 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 no, not, not either. If we're all taking unders, not, not AFC, Titans. not in the AFC. I think, they, right. I think they, so, one of them may have a record enough to compete in the NFC, but like that'd be still kind of, yeah. Yeah. All right. So quick little <laughs> AFC South there for you. RC gave us the most out of that. Give you the Titans breakdown. Everybody taking the Titans there. Let's move over to where the reigning champs are. In the NFC South, obviously, you can see I'm supporting <laughs> the number one winning franchise in the NFL, and that is Tom Brady. All right. And so let's just start with the champs, give them their due. The Bucks obviously just re-signed to everybody somehow, some way. Everybody. Back every defensive player, every offensive player, every veteran. Guys on the defense that were looking to get paid said, we'll take a two-year pay cut to stay with this team, mm-hmm. stay with Tom. And, I mean, it's hard to bet against the defending chance when they bring everybody back, which is very rare. Brooks, you got any yeah. insights on our former champs or defending champs? I don't really think there's a whole lot to say about this team. I mean, we kind of know what they are. We know, <laughs> Uh, they're the definition of run it back. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think, yeah, this is the first time ever that all 22 starters from a Super Bowl team Crazy. have come back. So I, I think we know what they are. I think they're going to be one of those teams that's kind of like gets through the regular season. We know what Tom does. He's He just kind of gets through and then he turns it on when it matters most. So uh, the only question is, is Tom ever going to, you know, fall down to earth and in time defeat him that's been the question every single year and every year he defies the odds that's the only thing i really have on him is maybe is this the year that time catches up with tom I, I still don't see that yeah. happening i don't uh it's yeah uh like this is this is uh this is gonna be a a, a better season than they had last year for them and in a division where Saints don't know what the, like the rest of their division doesn't really have a, have a solid identity right now. Yeah, that was my other thing on them. Like, is just this division is 
that it's not it's not it's not the worst division uh that i will take proud ownership of that medal but like but it but it's just an entire division of people that don't know what they're doing so they're running away with an easy six wins i'm pretty sure uh maybe an upset in there but that's still five wins and then it's tom brady like the number one rule since tom brady's been in the league is just don't bet against him until it's the actual last one second and you have the ball in your possession I, I'm still gonna bet with top, roll with Tom Brady every single down. I think they're actually stronger than last year because they have yeah. a three-headed monster at running back, which proved very beneficial last year. They got Giovanni Bernard, Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette. Somebody's gonna get hurt. You got two really good running backs, but yeah, and Gio. That's a Gio, good point. Gio will do that like James White shit that he had exactly. in New England. He's gonna be the third yeah. down back and run the little whatever. Yeah switch option route and then like running the ball like Ronald Jones Leonard Fournette last year whoever was healthy just ran the Mm -hmm. hell out of it but yeah they're loaded at running back but the biggest addition they have OJ Howard coming back at tight end who before last year was on the verge of being a pro bowler and then tore his Achilles at the beginning of the season or before it started last year so now you also have Gronk Cameron Bray, OJ Howard at tight end. So they're yeah. plethora of stacking it up options yeah. they can beat you with is crazy. So yeah, Tom has everything yeah. he wants to. And it was like, and like when I said when they were drafting, they're just they don't need any of these draft picks. They just they're just adding in. It's just extras. Their first, they're their second round draft pick. They took a backup quarterback. Yeah, it's like because they can. It's like when you go to Chicken Express and you order a four-piece chicken and there's like five pieces in there. That's kind of what they are right now. They just have, yeah. Yeah. They have what you need and then a little bit extra. All right, so the team that's been the most popular the last 10 years, the team with the most noise also lately, the New Orleans Saints. They lost Drew Brees. They obviously retained Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill um, to fight for that quarterback position. Um, but then they also have Michael Thomas BS again. I don't know what his problem is, um, but they seem like they've fallen off and have a lot of issues more than fixing them. Brooks, what do you got on the saints? Yeah, I don't have much. I think the big thing really is Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston. And I think that's going to, kind of be their story this year we obviously know Kamara is great uh, we know they will find ways to make weapons out of whatever wide receivers that they have or tight ends as you know they're as they always do and Hold their on, I want to stop you there Hold what on. but was that more of is that more of a Sean Payton thing or is that more of a Drew Brees thing because outside of like Kamara and Michael Thomas their other guys didn't do that much. And then um, I, I question who can do what for them and if they can elevate those receivers. I mean, they didn't have Michael Thomas like most of the year last year, and they were yeah. still pretty good. dang good. They'll, yeah. They have dudes who can step up. Um, I mean, I don't know any of these dudes' names. <laughs> They're not necessarily dudes that um, was getting him Kenny fantasy. Stills. They have Kenny Stills? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, it just comes down to quarterback play. Yeah. So, and 
I I think this one in particular is going to be the year for the year of Sean Payton where he tries to prove himself. Kind of like what what uh what what Bill Belichick was trying to do when Tom Brady left. I think Sean Payton is going to try and prove himself a bit, but Sean Payton has a better roster. Uh Taysom Hill's playable. You saw it last year they went what 4-0 with him. And then Jameis again playable. The Bucks were not a horrible team whenever he was their quarter whenever he was their quarterback. Uh and so I think you're going to see kind of a really not not the their best foot forward, but a damn good effort this season and definitely second best in this division. But they're going to be competing a lot more than I think people think than they would without Drew Brees. Wow, y'all are a lot higher on them than I was. I It's just I it's just whole... Sean Payton. That's the only reason. If he was gone too, I'd be out. I I was hoping that somebody would have emerged by now as at least a head above the other guy. Yeah. And I feel like it's nowhere. And I feel like that is a step backwards and a step forwards. Yeah, I think they're both their quarterbacks turn the ball over too much. Jameis. Yeah, big time. You know, last time we saw him starting through 30 interceptions in a season. Uh, Taysom, not at, not necessarily the best with ball security either. Right. So I think it's just this offense is going to be a little bit of a mess at the start of the season. I think maybe they figure it out. I, I think Sean Payton's good enough to try to figure it out, but yeah. still. I think you roll with Jameis. That way you still have the X factor of Taysom Hill and all the stupid stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think so too. If you roll out, if you roll out Hill, Taysom Hill already, well then it's not X factor type stuff that you got to plan for really. Yeah. Yeah. It becomes a wildcat again. And now you're just running a wildcat all the time kind of deal. Anyways, moving on to some kind of rebuilding teams. Let's go over to Carolina. The Panthers, they got a new quarterback this year. They traded with, oh, the Jets. Yep. And got, uh, Jesus, watching Darnold. Darnold, Darnold. I'm just like big head. You got it. You got it. Nailed it. You nailed it with both. The guy who had mono. You nailed it with all three, guys. Y'all are crushing it. Mono, big head, (laughs) uh, Jets. I was all all over it. This guy's had a disaster (laughs) of a life so far. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. But, I mean, they're just going through a huge rebuild. They got some weapons. Matt Rule, and they're bringing back Christian McCaffrey from a dinged-up season. Can they turn it around quickly, or is Matt Rule probably in trouble, Brooks? This is another team I just don't really know what to do with because the quarterback situation is so unknown now do you believe in Matt Roll and Joe Brady enough to think that they can turn Sam Darnold into a good quarterback do we believe that Sam Darnold out of the wake of Adam Gase that we mentioned before benefits him we've seen one of his receivers now Robbie Anderson after he left Gase has a thousand yards receiving last year Um, they have weapons on this offense that are very good. They have a very young defense. Um, they have, I, I do believe Matt Rule's a pretty damn good coach. This is a team that I could see them being decent this year if Darnold mm-hmm. is good. But if Darnold, if it's not like some Adam Gase thing, then yeah, they're not they're not going to be much better than they were last year. It's all in Darnold. 
I, I, I think Donald's good enough to carry them past what they were what they were last year. And on top of that, if you have Christian McCaffrey, McCaffrey repeating to any extent, I mean, if he if he if he's eighty percent of what he was last season, then well, this this team has that he's not. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, it cut out. Well, he was hurt last season, so let's hope that he's not any bit of what he was. Last sorry, season. <laughs> but you, you you know what I meant. Like like his yeah. his his elite potential. If he's a, any percentage of that, then this team has a shot at doing some good. It's just yeah. uh, similar with, with our discussion with the Colts. We don't know. We don't know how it's going to work out. We don't know how it's going to play. And we can predict and make make calls left and right. But Sam Darnold is a good quarterback. He ended up at one of the shittiest possible locations you can as yes. a quarterback. But yeah. he is a damn good quarterback. And so with a damn good quarterback and a running back and a decent wide receiver, uh, their offense is going to move. Uh, I don't know how it's going to play out. But there is, there is. Uh, if I were a Carolina Panthers fan, I would at least be heading into this hopeful. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I think they're flying under the radar because of the unknown with Darnold. But I think they can uh, surprise some people, like y'all just said. Last team, bringing it up, super rebuild year. Yep. We got the Atlanta Falcons. Matt Ryan's still there. Julio Jones shipped out of town. High up in the draft, they take Kyle Pitts at tight end out of Florida. They still have a lot of weapons if you look at this. Kyle Pitts, Hayden Hurst, Calvin Ridley. Obviously, Matt Ryan is a former MVP. They're not projected to do much because of this kind of rebuild, retool, whatever you want to call it. Um, But, Brooks, what do you think about the Atlanta Falcons? Um, I don't expect them to be much this year. That defense has not been good for a while, even though they had a defensive minded head coach for the last several seasons. I don't think they're going to be anywhere near, uh, anywhere decent on that side of the ball. Now, Matt Ryan is about as boring a quarterback as it comes in the (laughs) league. Uh, he's kind of on the, you know, downward trajectory of his career. I love the weapons that they have. I would love them more, I think, with a like a younger quarterback or something to go along with them. But I just I don't know. I don't I don't really see them being much this year. I, I, I really I really think that this is kind of like Matt Ryan's last year, probably as the Falcons quarterback. I think this is kind of where the season heads for them. Twenty eight twenty eight to three. And then that's it. That's it. That's that was that that was their high point. Twenty eight to three. Yeah, that was as good as they're going to get with Matt Ryan. And that's as good as it's ever going to be for the Atlanta Falcons with this roster, with that with that uh, coaching staff. Uh, They're they're, going to continue their progression downwards. Uh, Matt Ryan's not going to get better. Uh, Their defense is laughable and they're going to get run all over by the rest of their division that has good offenses. Yeah. no, uh, th- this is this is their worst season yet. I think in the last twenty years. Wow! All right, so big projection there. So while we're on the Falcons, let's go ahead and get into our projections. Falcons are predicted at seven and a half. So, Arlie, you just said worst under. season in under. 20 years. Under under hard. Brooks is going under hard. I'm going under, but not hard. I'm going around six wins. I think they can squeeze out a few. 
Um, I didn't look at their schedule yet, but if they can get maybe the Saints early going through this crap at quarterback, I think they can pull off a few wins, but just not enough. Still a top seven, eight pick, something like that. Um, the other kind of crappy team, rebuilding team, Panthers. Arlie, what do you got on the Panthers? Seven and a half is their number. I'm going to take them over, but by the slimmest margin. I think that they, I think they win the eighth. I think they win eight. the eighth. Again, with this with this extra game this season, that's like a game over 500. That's not a big, big deal. But, like, I think I think they take the eighth, the eighth game. I think that they take that eighth one and just go barely over this margin. Okay. Brooks? Panthers? Uh, I've got over. I think the Falcons are under, and some of this will be on what my next pick is for the Saints. But I think that this division is going to be – a little bit on a down year and the Panthers can potentially use that to their advantage. And wow. Yep. Brooks, I agree. The Panthers are going to capitalize on some of these wins from the saints, I think, and they're going to flip flop. I got the over on the Panthers at somewhere around eight or nine and the under on the saints on their nine wins. Yep. Um, I have the same thing. I'm going to have to ride with you guys on that. I, I, I over, over on Panthers under on the saints. I hate to I say it. I think they will have matching records. I think that their records will be just eight identical. wins apiece. Maybe yeah. both at that eight, 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 and nine record. Yeah. Sorry, I had to do seventeen game math real quick. It's <laughs> hard. All right. Well, then let's move on to the defending champs. Twelve wins is their projection. Usually, Tom Brady teams start out slow. What do we got feeling for the Bucks? I'm going push on the 12. I think they get 12 on the dot. On the dot. So 12 and five. Yeah. Cause we know Tom, we know that they'll like lose a couple games that they're, yeah. Everybody's like, what? How the fuck did they lose that game? They'll do yeah. that like two or three times easily. Right. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll take a push. I think 12 sounds about right for these guys. Okay. Harley. I'll go over. Uh, I'll, I'll take the 13, 14. I, I think that they're they're gonna they've kind of figured themselves out as a team. I think that that was most of the beginning of last season, and I think that they figured it out like h- how they need to work, how they need to operate, and I think that they break this. Uh, what were the Chiefs again? Fourteen, I believe. Twelve. I don't remember. Twelve and a half. Yeah, I I think Bucks and Chiefs go the same record end of the year. Fourteen wins. Yeah, I agree. I got the over there as well. I think capitalizing on the crappy division and the fact that you just hit on that everybody's coming back. So they shouldn't have as much learning curve. Yep. Whatever you want to call it. Slow start. Yeah. So yeah, I got the over there, especially with the extra game. Absolutely. Uh, all right. So, so that wraps up our AFC South. Yeah. NFC South. Yes, sir. Perfect. So next thing we're going to talk about. Last bit of NFL, like news. If you've watched any preseason games, you've probably seen some random-ass penalties just getting thrown for guys getting excited. There's been some a new emphasis on taunting this year from the referee point of view. Um, 
but it's going overboard. It's going extreme. It's too much. I think you saw the uh, Carolina Panthers running back or somebody or Colts, Colts. running back drive, drive like six guys or eight guys, 10 yards, and he gets open, flexes, and then he gets flagged for it. And it's like, come on, dude. Nah. It's not. Anyway, Brooks, do you have anything else on, on that? I mean, I feel like you want to go in on it a little bit. Uh, it's just another thing for officials to throw more flags at. Make it make it more a referee's game. Fuck. Dude, I think it's I just... one of these. I think it's one of these things that they just want to emphasize it in the preseason, and then they're going to back off of it. Yeah, come week, I hope. week two, three, four. But they need to. You got to know the line of excitement and the line of taunting. Yeah, you just got to have as an officials. Official. It's yeah. it's it goes back to like the basketball play when a offensive player lunges into somebody you got to be like smart and and understand like what's yeah. a taunt and then what is just yeah. a player being excited about making a play like, like yeah. if it's Tyreek Hill doing the deuces at somebody yeah that's taunting sure 15 yards or but whatever that, but that doesn't right. even bother me either like I mean I'm sorry but if yeah. somebody in, in basketball if I get dunked on and then the dude flexes I'm not mad about that I just got dunked on it's the same thing in NFL like if somebody pulls off a dope-ass play a run, a cut, a touchdown, a catch. I want them yeah. to flex on it, and I want the crowd to be hype about it or mad at him about it. But that's part of the sport. Yeah. There is no actual injury. There is no. This is all ego of some dude getting his butt hurt, and that's it. Like this is a completely pointless fo- call. A completely that's why it's pointless. called the No Fun League. It's so dumb. That is, this yeah, is the dumbest they got fun edition. for a lot of years, and now they're kind of getting too strict. I think it goes away by the first quarter of the season. Has to. This Hopefully, is, this is a dumb addition. Uh, they're, they're taking yeah. the fun out of the game. Uh, like I want, I, like if 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 my quarterback gets sacked, I want the dude to flex over him and just be like, "Yeah, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have let him through like that." Like, well, you can't yeah. flex over the person, but if they go off to the side and flex, fine, let them. Like, let them get yeah. excited. But yeah. it's all time and place and like direction of things. Yeah, I mean, a, a little anyways. context to it. We'll see how it goes. Last little NFL bit. Take it over to our Hard Knocks expert in Brooks. Brooks, what happened on this week of Hard Knocks episode two, Dallas Cowboys? Not much, man. This was a really boring Hard Knocks episode. It was like... It's actually good. I was trying to (laughs) find like a top four again, but they're really only revelations where y'all have a defensive line coach that is from London. What was his name though? He he has a great name uh, though. I can't even remember his Love name. Love this name. What, what was he? Uh, uh, the defensive line coach. He's from London. Played in like a Euro League for a while and has sick. been around the NFL. <laughs> but the players were trying to do his accent. Maybe oh, that yeah, was yeah. like the only. Ar- Ar- Arden, so Ar- uh, Aiden, Aiden Dirty. And I was just like. Yeah. Aiden, I, that, Aiden that just, Dirty. Aiden Dirty. Right. Just uh, like from a British guy just sounds like a great football name to me. I don't know. Yeah, so, I mean, other than that, they lost to the, the Cardinals in the game, and uh, I don't really have much input from it. It was kind of a pretty boring episode, yeah. honestly, so, yeah. Hey, that's good. If the Cowboys don't have anything going on in Hard Knocks, it means there's not drama to broadcast out there. Yeah. Oh, last bit I'll add is CeeDee Lamb is awesome. That He's, he's, he's fucking awesome. <laughs> In case you didn't know. So Anyways, that's, that's all we got on NFL, which was a lot. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a big chunk. We we are going to kind of run through 
a little bit of NBA news for you guys. Brooks, uh, what, what's happening over at the NBA? We talked a little bit about the first bit. Sorry. Okay, Brooks, NBA news. What's going on, man? Can't, can't do it without my music. Um, <laughs> not a whole lot going on in the NBA, but there are some notable things that kind of relate to us. We talked about it a little bit on our Club Red episode with R.C. Maxfield. Derek Culver is headed to the Memphis Grizzlies. Yes. Uh, Eric Eric Bledsoe, who was on the Grizzlies, was traded to the Los Angeles Clippers uh, for Patrick Beverly and Rajon Rondo, uh, who made their ways over to the Grizzlies for a very short period of time for Pat Bev. Pat Bev <laughs> goes from cheering about he's just won a fucking championship when they acquired Kawhi Leonard and Paul George to now being – in the disaster of a franchise, the Minnesota Timberwolves. Ha <laughs> ha. Fuck you, Pat Bev. Um, Dude, he tweeted great. again that he's excited. To yeah, I hope he gets traded like another time. <laughs> so he's got to put out a third tweet. Just be like, oh, I hope uh, yeah. he gets traded to like, to like some Euro League or something like that. Um, but yeah, Jarrett Culver is headed to the Memphis Grizzlies. If you caught our Club Red episode, you kind of got the spill on that one. But, you know, my quick thoughts on this, uh, I love this move for Jarrett. Yeah. He's obviously Hell got yeah. off to a slow start with the shitty Timberwolf organization. He goes in, you know, an organization that didn't necessarily want him. Now those owners are gone. So what happens when, a, you know, the people who drafted you are gone? Well, they don't have as much motivation. They don't care to to make sure you succeed the owner the people who are there and draft the guys they want to make sure those guys play well because they're you know that depend their jobs depend on that performance yeah, right. so he didn't have that didn't have consistent coaching the players lacked all sorts of talent on that team and accountability so now he goes to a yeah team that's developed young players over the last several yep. years have a really good young core with John Morant, Dylan Brooks, Jaron Jackson Jr., and Desmond Bain from TCU. So this and the great uh, grind culture, like the defense, the dog mentality. He came from a dog mentality when he was here at Tech. So this kind of fits his playing style. I expect him yep. to, if there's any place that's going to jumpstart his career, I feel like this is the perfect place to do it not high expectations on the organization. They're not like chasing championships or anything. So he's going to be able to find some, t some minutes here. If he can be consistent on defense and figure out a shot, I think this is going to be really good for him. Any real quick thoughts on JC to the Grizzlies? Just glad he got out of a shitty organization yeah. in Memphis. I mean, it's, it's, he's not in a huge organization. Like you said, but way better than Memphis. Anything's better than, or not Memphis, Minnesota. Anything's Minnesota. better than Minnesota. Yeah. Anything. I think I think, I, like, I, I think it's a good move for him. Uh, I think there's yeah. a lot of potential in this move. And and again, I mean, as RC was saying, he needs to sit in that in that corner three and huck three hundred a day because that's gonna be his job. He's gonna, <laughs> yeah. he's, gonna he's gonna have to hustle and get back on defense and hit that corner three. All day long. He literally just needs to be doing two jobs. Defend well and shoot the corner three. And he's going to – this is going to yeah. be a good spot for him to do that. Yeah. I'm excited for the move. And plus, I'm not a big jersey guy. But those Memphis throwback jerseys are Maybe. awesome. Yeah. So, might have to get me a cold yeah. throwback Grizzlies jersey. That would be pretty sick. Um, 
Other NBA news, a couple big extensions were signed. Joel Embiid yeah. signed a four-year extension for $196 million. That's in addition to $65 million that he's already owed for the like next two years. So he's totaling $261 million uh, through the 2026-2027 season. That is a big chunk of money for Joel Embiid. The yeah. other player that signed an extension, Dustin, Luka Doncic signed his extension, a five-year extension worth $207 million, the largest guaranteed rookie extension ever given out. So well-deserved by yes. Luka, something the Mavs absolutely had to do. Um, and, and let's hope over the next several years they can make the right moves to make sure he stays there with the Mavs. Dustin, any parting thoughts on Luka and his big extension? Great relief that they got that done. At least he's locked up for the next handful of years. And now they can focus on the rest of the roster and getting yep. him a second, a third guy, um, whatever it may be. But now at least you know when you go into those meetings and pitch, you'd be like, well, we have Luca for the next yep. two, three, four years, whenever this those meetings are happening, that you can pitch. And it's not like, well, he's halfway out the door. Nope, he's there. You have a cornerstone. You can roll with it. And, I mean, he's already a top five marketable guy for the NBA. And so, you yeah. cash mm -hmm. in on that as well. So, keep that in the Dallas market too. I will say this right quick. I was listening to the J.J. Reddick podcast, and he had Drew Holiday on. And he asked him straight up, he's like, who do you think might be the best player in the NBA? And keep in mind, Drew Holiday just played with just Giannis. Just played with Giannis. Yeah. Just played in the Olympics with Kevin Durant, and he – said Luca. Well, he Luca. didn't he didn't necessarily name it, but he brought up the fact that Luca is awesome. Yeah. So that's just like when a guy's played with Giannis and Katie and he's still thinking Luca. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Respect. Yeah. Um, good for them. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good good for the Mavs. Good things to come hopefully for them. Uh other news, the summer league in, ended last night. The Sacramento Kings win the NBA Summer League Championship. And that's notable because a former Texas Tech Red Raider was a major part yep, of yep. that. Jemias, Jemias Ramsey had 16 points in that championship game. He's been pretty consistent all summer league, usually putting up yeah. double digits. So, you know, hoping, hopefully for him, he signs like a two-way deal and maybe can find his way onto the Kings, you know, NBA yeah. roster and not the G League roster, but a good showing from him this summer league, which is good to see. For sure. And then the last little bit, the some schedule announcements uh, came out yesterday oh, yeah. as well. We now know the opening night games and the Christmas Day games. Opening night, the Nets at the Bucks and the Warriors at the Lakers. Two awesome games to kickstart the season. I think those are going to be on October 19th. Uh, so season already approaching pretty quickly. And then the Christmas Day games, uh, we've got the Hawks versus the Knicks, the Celtics and the Bucks, the Warriors and the Suns, the Nets and Lakers. That'll be awesome. And the Mavs and the Jazz as the nightcap uh, for that day. So Dustin's loaded games. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably all be asleep by that point. We're just Christmas drunk as, you know, uh, off so our Christmas asses day. by that point. I just want to say they, they nailed those Christmas days. Yeah, they did. Like yeah, they did. Between big yeah. teams and big markets and all the time zones, they nailed that. Yep. Yep. Very good job. Arlie, the game you're sleeping on, that Hawks Knicks. It's going to be fun I didn't, to see uh, Trey Young back in the garden. Yeah, yeah. That, that kind of slipped my mind a little bit. As soon as you said yeah. it, I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. 
that's gonna be all good. that beef. Yeah, a lot of beef started in those playoffs last year. It's True. kind of a Trey Young versus the whole city state. Yeah, of yeah. New York. That's so gonna be that's gonna be, be good. Interesting. I like that they did that on purpose too. It's like yeah, look yeah. at Trey Young. Trey Young versus NYC. This is great. Yep. Yeah, his last moment there was hitting a three to end their season and bowing because that's what you do when you're on Broadway. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's pretty much it for the NBA news from this week. If there's anything going on in the league next week, we'll be sure to get you updated on that. Absolutely. Thank you, Brooks, with the NBA discussion for you guys. So uh, let's go ahead and jump over to Shot Bets as we wrap up the episode for you guys. All right, so this week, as some of y'all know, earlier on in the week, we had the the Field of Dreams game. Anderson hits it in the air to right, back at the wall, and the White Sox win it! I loved it. Epic way to win the game, epic way to end it. That was phenomenal. Home run. They they scored, what was it, six runs in the ninth to, to come back and win this game. And beat the Yankees, and the, like it, you, you couldn't have asked for more for this kind of a, a little publicity stunt. But it was like it was fun. I don't, I don't know. Do y'all no, have any, they any, any nailed this? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Dustin. Oh, MLB nailed this. This was like live baseball porn, basically. <laughs> you got feel the dreams. Like they nailed the whole like scene, like across from where the original movie was made. The like corn in the outfield and the old school look of it, the small amount of like fans there, like, and then of course, I'm just sitting there rooting for every hit to just be a corn shot home run. <laughs> Cause I mean, how often does that happen? Never. No, and no. then they made it happen a lot. The White Sox were all over it to begin with. And then of course you get Aaron Judge, Angie and Carlo bombing something into the corn and you couldn't even, if this was a movie, you couldn't script this any better yeah. than the walk-off with uh, Tim Anderson, one of the most electric players in baseball, and the White Sox, like, critical part of the movie, going back to that. Like, it was ridiculous. Ridiculous. It was cool. And the the walking out of the corn and the thing with Kevin Costner. Yes! And like, it, 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 the, 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 the cinematics and the visuals of this yes. crushed it. Crushed this. Uh, but... Awesome time, awesome, awesome little uh, event from the MLB, and definitely looking forward to this. I, I, I'm, I'm assuming they're just going to do this like once a year kind of thing. Yeah, they already announced. Yeah, they already the Cubs it. and the Reds are going to be playing there next year. So okay. I imagine it's it. mostly going to be like switch between Cubs and White Sox kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Pump think you got to keep a Midwestern type team. Yeah, you do. I would like a mid Midwestern type team and like a big market team. Just yeah. like they did. I know I next like year's that. not the case. You got two mid mid teams, but well, the yeah, Cubs are a pretty awesome. big 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 team oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So, but pump pump for this. This was an awesome thing. Uh, so this and was we won the shot bet, Arlie. Yeah, we did. But with that with that Thank walk you. off, me me Thank me and you, Brooks, Tim Anderson. me and Brooks with the walk off win. When he hit the home run and he did that, he was like, "The shot bet's over." <laughs> That's oh, over. I don't even care that I lost. I mean, I was pumped. <laughs> where is, where is, I was just pumped for corn shot home runs. I didn't even care who hit them. Freaking perfect. And then just, uh, yeah, that's it. I did this for you. 
Brooks, no and, Brooks and Arley. He, you no see shots. him. You see him point up. That was for that was for us yeah. too. That was not not a not a not a religious thing. He was just like, yeah, there it is, there it is. All right. So uh, as as Brooks alluded to, uh, me and Brooks ended up taking the White Sox bet on this. Dustin taking the Yankees ended up losing on the last bit, but uh, I don't think he felt like he lost that at all. Uh, nope. Great game, awesome time, definitely loved it. On this week's shot bet, we do have a repeat for the White Sox for you guys, but it's going to be their their series against the Tampa Bay Rays. It's going to be over the weekend. First game is on Friday, so be on the lookout for that on our social media pages. As far as picks, do y'all want to get them now? Yeah, yeah. I guess rosters aren't going to change any. Sure, we'll get our picks in. Uh, Dustin, start off. Uh, start that off. What is going to be your pick for the series win? I'm going Rays just because Nelson Cruz keeps hitting bombs. He's over 40 years old and plays for the Rays, if you didn't even know, mm-hmm. and just keeps hitting bombs. And I'll take Nelson Cruz and bombs. Okay. Uh, Brooks, who are you taking for this shot, bet? Yeah, I need the White Sox. I'm going to keep rolling <laughs> with the White Sox, and I need the Rays to lose. So let's go, White Sox. Oof. Let's sweep those. Let's sweep the Rays, please. You know, it doesn't matter because the Red Sox just fucking suck all of a sudden. Yeah, they do. Did they have a good little streak? No, they were just winning randomly 20 to 1. One, one game 20 to 1 and <laughs> couldn't win anything after that. Oh, shit. Uh, I, I'm, I'm rolling with Dustin on this one. We're going to roll with the Rays. Uh, I think that they end up winning the series. I don't think that they end up sweeping it, but I think it's like a 2-1 win. Uh, White Sox are just really, really uh, doing really strong this year. But I think the Rays are just a little bit stronger. Um, but that does wrap up the, the shot bets. Make sure, uh, well, for the shot totals, I'm sitting at one Brooks at zero Dustin at six, uh, telling you, man, you just, you just gotta, you just gotta start recording one weekend of yourself and you'd be done with this immediately. Well, you'd be done with this immediately. And that goes for anybody else out there. You're just out, you're just drinking a shot. We can make this a tailgate shot bet shot. No problem. All you gotta do is just take a picture of it or even birthday. Isn't there a birthday coming up? So there should be some birthday there shots is, coming, is a birthday. coming up. Maybe. There is my birthday coming up on Monday that will be celebrated this weekend. So, so. Sounds like some shot bets can be paid off. Real. And somebody's going to be in Lubbock this weekend, too. That's big. Part of the tailgate yeah. reunion happening. Uh, so I'll it, be sure to get at least a couple of those shots video. <laughs> if you. Dustin's out of it. And I'm out of it. We'll have my girlfriend there, and we'll be like, Jeanette. <laughs> <laughs> Record this. We need this for TV. Um, <laughs> um, so, guys, uh, anybody out there own shot bets, make sure you send us in the video. Tweet it to us. Tweet about it. Uh, what? Uh, send it to Facebook. Uh, please don't. Your, your, your grandmother's going to see that. But yeah, uh, yes. but Stay tag us in it. And, and you know, uh, again, this is just for fun with you guys. Um, so let's go ahead and wrap up the episode. We're that was everything we have for you guys. We've been at this for a couple hours now, yeah, but good episode so far. Yeah. Um, Dustin, final Ooh, yeah. shot for the week. What do you got? I am linking my final shot with my stat of the week. So play my music, Arlie. Take that for data. All right. So college football, the AP poll came out this week preseason poll Alabama obviously at number one and my stat of the week is in the last 15 uh, years 
Yes, 15 years is the last top-ranked team. There's only been one team that's been the preseason number one that has actually won the national championship. So Alabama kind of on the hot seat going mm-hmm. into number, this year number one. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times the Clemson and Alabama are up there. Ohio State slips in there. But yeah, the last 15 uh, preseason number ones, only 2017 Alabama has won it. Okay. Nice. And then just to throw in there, three Big 12 teams are ranked. Oklahoma at number two, Iowa State at number seven, and Texas at 21. And I'm pretty sure that's the highest Iowa State's ever been ranked. So. Oh, I bet so. Hmm. so I like it. There you go. All right. Solid. Solid. Cyclone up. Boom. Cyclone up. Uh, that's always uh, – weird to me all right brooks uh final shot for the week what do you got for us and i really don't have much i'm just gonna throw out i started watching ted lasso which is a soccer based show it's so good it's pretty damn good i finished season one last night good uh enjoying it it's very positive makes you feel good and uh yeah so that's pretty much it if you have apple tv or are debating it ted laugh Ted Lasso, worth the watch. Nice. Uh, mine is, uh, it is good. I-, I watched the first episode finally, but definitely worth the watch. Everybody's been loving it. They were talking about it even yeah. on Hard Knocks. They were making fun of the uh, the, the the dirty guy. Uh, dang it, I can't remember his name. Anyways, um, mine is going to be soccer as well, actually. Soccer related as well. Big move happened this last week. Uh, the the world's greatest player, uh, Lionel, Lionel Messi, moved. He is no longer playing uh, for for uh, Barcelona. He has moved over to uh, PSG, which is Paris Saint-Germain. And mm-hmm. uh, he moved over there with Sergio Ramos. And uh, for those of you that know soccer pretty well, uh, Sergio Ramos plays for, for Real Madrid and Lionel Messi for Barcelona. And so those two were bitter rivals and very vicious ones for a very long time because Sergio Ramos is a defender and one of the greatest in the world as Lionel Messi is, you know, obviously on the opposite end and an attacker and one of the greatest in the world. So those two played each other every single year. And it's one of the biggest rivalries individually. And now they're playing on the same team over in Paris. So kind of cool. Big news there. Big move. Are you ready for some soccer knowledge to be dropped on you by Brooks? Ooh, let's hear it. What do you got? Soccer I by just Brooks. I know that. Barcelona couldn't afford Messi, yeah. so he had right. to leave. And then the rumor has it that he's going to do this little PSG stint, and then he's going to come over and join Inter Miami, who is uh, being ran by David Beckham. That's the rumor. I heard this from the guy who calls Miami games. He works for the Dan Levitard show, um, Chris Whittingham. He calls like that. It. He calls the Miami games. He was saying that apparently this is the rumor is that he's going to do this PSG stint for a little bit, maybe one, two years. Yeah. And come, come kick some American ass in soccer for a little bit. Uh, I, I, that it's luckily we have such a, such a good market here overall for advertisement and soccer, even though it's not our number one sport, it, it, it would say it's like, Messi would be really big. And it'd be a big addition to the MLS. And I I, I would love to see that because it would only mean growth for for U.S. soccer. And that's it. Uh, But that's what the MLS has kind of become anyways is a 
retirement home, <laughs> retirement for, home for, 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 yeah. for the elite, though. It's not like we're getting, like, the shitty players from Europe. Oh, uh, yeah. But, like, every elite player to have ever played soccer ends up playing in the U.S. at some point. And I love it because I get to watch some of my favorite players live, whereas normally yeah. I wouldn't. Like, I got to watch David Beckham play on his first game on American soil in Houston. And I, 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 the entire stadium was yelling, who the fuck is David Beckham over and over and over again, just to try and shake him up a bit. But it it obviously didn't. He's dealt with worse in Europe. And anyways, um, but big news, good news. Definitely hope that Brooks's news comes true. Would be huge for the U S that does wrap up the show for us. No, we had a long one for you guys today, but thank you for sticking it out with us. Uh, but make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. Brooks is 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 uh is had to fanning having to fan himself off. Uh, subscribe to the podcast, time. iTunes and and Spotify ratings, reviews. Follow us on the socials. Uh, pretty sure you've heard it enough by now. And uh, and email us at tailgate talks pod if you have any sort of questions. But that kind of wraps it up for us. I know we, we've had you guys here for quite a long time, but appreciate you guys. We'll see y'all next week. Jaw at the next tailgate. Peace. So two and a half hours of footage to go through. So exciting. Uh, fuck. <laughs> there goes my Tuesday Thursday. Anyways. Oh, uh, won't be awful. I got most of the timestamps written down for all the cuts that we need to make. But um do y'all have anything anything else that we got that we gotta talk about? Yeah. Not that I can think of. Um Kelsey got me sent me what